Jesus loved this house. Amen. Uh, is God not absolutely awesome in this house? Amen. And don't we just love our lead elders, Jane and Grant? Amen. Uh, they, they're worthy of, of a double portion of honor. That's what the word says. Double portion of honor for the lead elders of, of, of this house. And so I honor you. I thank you for giving me um, some time to, to, to share the word. Uh, for me, I, I, I just don't take it lightly. Thinking about it during the week, I was almost tempted to phone you, Grant, and say, Grant, let, let you do it. You know, because it's such a weighty thing to, to bring the word of God. And um, so, so I just want to bring a few words of encouragement to everybody. Um, I, I, um, I've been spending a little bit of time, and, and, and I hope that, that you have too, that, that we're just looking at uh, what has been brought from this pulpit over the past year. We are reaching a time where, where we're all looking to slow down a little bit and, and, uh, and sort of take, take some rest time and... and, and, um, and and uh, replenish our, our energy and, and make ourselves ready for, for, for the new year. Um, but one of the ways of doing that is to actually go back over what, is, what, what has been preached over the year and highlight for yourself some of the themes that, that, have, that have come out from, 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 from that preaching and teaching. And, um, and for me, and so it'll be different for each one of us. You will all have, ta- have gotten something different out of, out of the various things that have been said from the various uh, people that, that speak um, from, from this pulpit. Um, but for me, I wanna just, I'm just going to highlight five things and then just quickly go into a little bit of detail around two of the issues because I don't actually want to take up too much of your time. I just want to give you some encouragement around um, where, we've, where we've come from and then hopefully where it's going to take us in, into, the, into the new year. So for me... Um, there were sort of five themes that, that came out from, from, from the year. And the first one, which was really, really well taught on, uh, was on this, in the issue of the, of the difference between the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. And I, I don't want to expound on that. I've got a couple of things to say on, on, on a couple of other, but, but, but there's definitely, you, you need to ensure that you, that you inculcate into your life because it's about receive, believe, become. And you need to uh, grab the truths that, that, that have come from, from, from the Word of God, from this pulpit, and make it something that you believe so that you can start to walk in those things. Um, because in the end, um, we can sit here and have an awesome discussion about things every single week, week in, week out, and we become extremely big in the head because there's a lot of head knowledge and stuff, but we need to walk out those things. We need to walk out those things. And that for me uh, then was really the second thing, that uh, second theme that came out this year, and that was the issue of moving on from talking about being salt and light to actually being salt and light. And um, for one of those, those things for me which was so precious was being able to um, go to Botswana and actually share um, with, with, with uh, the team there and with the team that, that we took in, in, in being able to impart and be salt and be light. Because wherever you go, whether it's a believer or a non-believer, 
they're looking for the worshiper. <laughs> they're looking for the worshiper. They're looking for the one who, who is spending time in, in the Word of God and has a word for them from the Word of God. Not a word that says, oh, you're going to be awesome and rich and that kind of stuff, but a word of God, a word from God that says, you are awesome and rich. You have the fullness of God on the inside of you. Okay, so that for me was, was, a, was a, a, um, a second theme. A third theme that came out was, was the theme of transformation. And, and, um, and there was some awesome preaching around that, especially from, from Connor just recently, where he actually spoke about, you are, as a born-again believer, you are transformed. You are fully transformed in your spirit, man. But just like you are, being, you, you are fully sanctified, you are still being sanctified. And so as you are fully transformed, you are being transformed as you change things, as you move things from your spirit man into what is happening in your head so that you can walk into the things of God, okay? And that was uh, a third aspect. And then for me, the fourth aspect and fifth aspect, which to me go together, uh, uh, the, the, fifth aspect, the fourth aspect was this issue of dying to self, and we spoke about this this year, a lot of dying to self and, um, and, and how it is that, that um, the only way to step into the fullness of the things of God is to take everything that you are and set it aside and take everything that He is, bring it on the inside of you and walk in that. Um, and together with that, without a shadow of a doubt then, is the... Is, and this also was, for me, was the fifth theme, was the theme of Holy Spirit. And how many of you know that the context in which you read the Bible is through the eyes of Holy Spirit? That's how you're going to get the fullest revelation of what the Word of God is about, is to look at what is written in the Word of God through the eyes of Holy Spirit. And you have Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. Each one of us, each born-again believer has Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And um, so I want us to go, if you will, um, to Galatians 2. Galatians 2. Just going to read a, a scripture there. Just, I'm trying to provide some, some context for you in terms of this issue of dying to self. And, and, and so I'm going to read quickly just from, from, from verse 16. We're all there. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even when we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might, um, even we who have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. Verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me and gave himself for me. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Now, I know that... that um, you know, we're all um, awesome, clever thinking beings. And, and so we, we take that scripture and we say, well, we have to apply it in, 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 a, 
in its context, in terms of how it is that it is not really possible that I'm going to physically die and, and Christ is going to come and live on the inside of me. And, and there, there's, a, there's a level of, of factualness about that. But the Word of God is clear, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll prove it to you now, that, that in fact, um, the, the issue of being born again is very much one of dying to self. There's a lot, all the scripture, if you look up, if you, if you, if you just do a, a search in, in the word, on the word self, you will see that most of the, of the, of the references talk about, uh, it, it has a negative connotation in terms of self. It talks, it, it talks about, um, uh, it's, it's read in conjunction with, with a whole lot of other issues like lust and, and that, kind of, that kind of stuff. All of these issues of self, self-righteousness, self-importance, self-indulgence, these are all areas that lead to, to death. Um, and so what we're looking for is, a, is, a, is something where, where, just like Grant was saying earlier on, where there's any, something of eternal value. Surely we're not looking for something that, that is going to end in five minutes or end at the end of our lifetime or end at the end of, of, of the person that we love the most on the earth of, of their lifetime. We're looking for something that is of eternal value. And, and that's um, where this issue of, or this aspect of, um, or this concept of dying to self comes in. If you'll go with me to, to Romans 6, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you two quick handles, two quick things that you can, that you can, that you can take with you today, which tell, gives you a little bit of the why of, of dying to self. Just a little bit of the why of dying, dying to self, okay? So I'm just going to read a few scriptures from, from chapter 6 of Romans. Verse 3. Paul speaking. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ, Jesus, were baptized into his death? Okay, so he's answering a question in the context of, 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 um, of grace um, abounding more than sin. And then uh, someone say, and then he says, well, so what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who have died to sin live in it any longer? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Verse 4. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. Verse 5. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, Christ, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Verse 11. Likewise you also, likewise you also, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ our Lord. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead, 
and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Okay? Verse 18. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Verse 22. But now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit in holiness and the end is everlasting life. So the scriptures that, that I'm reading, A, point to the fact that very, very definitely there is a death. There is a death of self. And there is a newness of life in, in being raised with Christ through, through the resurrection power of Holy Spirit. And, and, the, and, and so in this chapter, in this whole chapter, Paul is talking about, the, about no longer being enslaved to sin. And he's saying that the way that you are no longer enslaved to sin is to be dead to self, is to be alive in Christ. That's the way to no longer be enslaved to sin, is to, is to live in the newness of Christ who lives on the inside of you. So that's the, that's the one handle, the one, um, the one why that I, wanted to, that I wanted to give you. Okay? Um, let's make sure I've said everything. So instead of being enslaved to sin, you're now actually the servant of righteousness, the righteousness of God that has been imputed to you through the death of, of, of Christ. His righteousness in you, not your righteousness, no self-righteousness, His righteousness in you. That has happened as a result of the born-again experience, which has resulted in you dying and Christ coming to live on the inside of you. It's one and the same thing, you dying, and your born-again experience are the same thing. Not possible to be born again unless there was a death. Amen? The second handle that I wanted to give you um, is, is in the very next chapter in Romans 7. So if, if you just read there, in verse 1 it says, Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion over man only for as long as he lives? Verse 4. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now we have been delivered from the law, through the death of Christ and, his, and Him coming to live in us through our death, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. If you just go back to Romans 6 verse 14, quickly it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. So, the other why of dying to self and there are more in the word, but the other why of, being dying, die, of dying to self is to be able to be freed from the law so that you can walk in the fullness of the righteousness of, of, of God. We are, as, as, as spiritual, born-again beings, we are supposed to be righteousness conscious. We are not supposed to be sin conscious. Um, the, the, in the, in the um, Amplified Version, 
the, uh, the, one of the verses in, in chapter 6, which talks about, um, uh, okay, so, so I'll just read it. It says, uh, verse 6, Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with. The Amplified says that the body, body of sin may no longer be able to operate the way that it, that it operated before. So in a very real sense, when, you be, when you're born again and it's no longer you who live, but Christ who lives in you, the body of sin, although you still have it, the, the flesh, right, um, no longer has the power because the power now has been shifted to the righteousness of Christ on the inside of you. So you need to um, come to a, an acceptance of, 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 of this idea that you actually have to die to self. You must die to self. Otherwise, you must question whether you've been born again. <laughs> because the, the, the newness of Christ in the Spirit is a, is a walk that says, I walk as a man who is no longer conscious of sin, for in whom the body of sin no longer has power, and the fact that I, that I still sin from time to time does not make me a sinner. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. The fact, that, the, the fact that I'm still sinning from time to time means that I, there is still something that needs to move from my spirit man into my head and I need to be um, transformed by the renewing of my mind on an ongoing basis. That's the, the ongoing transformation that happens on the inside of each one of us. Amen? Um, so, um, the born-again believer, which is a person who has died to self... Okay, so those are the one and the same thing. Being born again and having died to self are the same thing, okay? Um, that person lives conscious of God's righteousness operating in and through them. And when they fall into, into, into sin, they renew their minds. They go back to their, their spirit man and say, but Lord, that's not me. I, I, I know that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. That's who I am. The in, in, in dying to self and becoming born again, the old man has been put to death and no longer has the power, even though there is still sin. Okay? The old man no longer has the power. The power now is in the righteousness of God that is on the inside of me through, 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 my, through me having been born again and through the finished work of the cross. Amen? So... Those are the two little handles that I, that, that I wanted to give you. And then I just quickly wanted to finish off with, with a little bit of, of the how. Because, I mean, I, I know that, that you know, the, the, there is um, a, a battle sometimes in our minds that, that goes on where we think about, yeah, okay, but uh, being born again, being dying to self, okay, so now I've got a couple of handles of, of why I have to do that. But how, how, how do I do that? And there's really only one answer. And that's the, the, the fifth um, theme that has come through for me in, 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 uh, in the, this year's preaching, and that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who through you lives the new life, the newness of the Spirit, in the newness of the Spirit. I'm going to read a few scriptures to you. Let's go to chapter 8 of Romans 7. Chapter 8 of Romans 7, I'm reading from verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and death. 
For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the, through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but walk according to the Spirit. It's all about the Spirit of God working in and through us. That is, that is how you walk in the newness of, of life. That is how you walk in having died to self. That is how you walk in, in it. Okay? For those who live according to the flesh set their, minds not on the thing, uh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. When you become born again, when you have died to self, when the righteousness of God is on the inside of you, when you are righteousness con consciousness, you will know the Spirit of God will, will release to you the life and peace of the Spirit of God, of, of, of who He is. The life and peace of, 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 of who He is. Okay? Verse 13 of, of, of chapter, chapter 8. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if, you, if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Amen. Who here is a son and a daughter of the Most High God? Get it into your, into, your, into your heads. Let it come out from your spirit. Let the Holy Spirit speak to your spirit. and Let it come out from your spirit that you are a son and daughter of the Most High God, that the righteousness of God is on the inside of you, that you are a new creature in Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's quickly just go to, I'm just giving you a few scriptures, Galatians 5, Galatians 5 verse 22 to 25, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's the, the one self that actually is, is on the upside, self-control, okay, against such Against such, against these things, the fruits of the Spirit, there is no law, okay? And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, en envying one another, and envying one another. And the last scripture, just go with me to 2 Corinthians 3. Verse 16. Such an awesome scripture, this. I love this. I love this scripture, especially verse 17. Verse 16. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, when one becomes born again, when one hands over, when one dies to self, the veil is taken away. The veil is no longer there. Okay? Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 
But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. How? Just as by the Spirit of the Lord. That is the way to walk in the newness of life, by the Spirit of the Lord. Can I encourage every one of us as we go into this time of, of slowing down, of um, looking to replenish our energy, of um, wanting to reset our brains, and, um, and wanting to start 2018 with new ideas, new plans, renewed vigor. I know that that generally involves us slowing down and, and doing less and that kind of stuff, but I believe that the Word of, of God, that the Spirit of God, and God's saying a little bit different. He's saying that by all means, let those things rest, but don't let the thing rest on the inside of you that is working on the inside of you. Let the Spirit of God be continually working on, on the inside of you. Um, God says that the true rest is found in pressing into His Spirit. Amen? Amen? The Spirit speaks perfectly and intercedes perfectly on our behalf when we pray in tongues. So can I encourage us all that, to pray in tongues regularly? Go with me to Isaiah 28. I want us to do a little um, activation here today. Um, Jane's going to help and, 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 and we're going to um, just... I just want us to take some time to understand that, that with, with the Holy Spirit interceding on our behalf, with our minds becoming still and not fruitful, and with our, our, our um, heavenly tongue coming out of, of us, we, God, through Holy Spirit, will bring rest. He will bring a rest, and that rest is an eternal rest. It's not a rest that comes and goes. It is the rest that is an eternal rest that rests on, over you and on the inside of you. Okay? Um, so, I just want to read quickly from Isaiah 28. I'm going to read verses 11 and 12. Listen to what it says, what Isaiah is saying to the, the this, um, people of, of Israel. He's saying, For with stammering lips... And another tongue he will speak to his people. Verse 12, to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this, speaking in tongues, is the refreshing. So I want, to, I, I want, to, I want us to, to, to spend a little bit of time praying together in tongues. Praying as one in tongues. Just because the fact that you have a different tongue to another person does not mean that it is not the same tongue. We are all speaking in the same way to God. Holy Spirit interceding in, with the same interpretation and the same intercession to God. Okay? And, and Holy Spirit is here today and He's and is, and is, and is, and is ready to intercede. He, he knows what it is that we, need, we have need of. He knows that we all need rest at the end of this year. That it's been a tough year for a lot of us. Um, but that we, and that we all need rest. But if we step into the things of the Spirit of God, He will bring an eternal rest, an eternal peace to, to, the, to each one of us. So can we take a, some time, uh, just spend some time praying in tongues. When you pray in tongues, please pray aloud. Not, not loud necessarily, but aloud.